Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Lunar Love of the Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and in today's episode, we're talking about cancer season. Cancer season begins on Thursday, June 22nd, and will run until July 23rd. Now, there are some big things happening while the sun is in cancer. We have the solstice, which will take place um, on the same day that the sun moves into cancer, and that's either going to be the winter solstice or the summer solstice, depending on where you are. The lunar nodes officially change to the Aries-Libra nodal axis on the 17th of July, which means if your north node is in Aries in your natal chart, you are entering your nodal return. And then right at the tail end of cancer season, Venus goes into retrograde until September. We're going to talk more about Venus retrograde the closer we get to it. My Lunar Lover subscribers will know all about it because I've been talking about it the last few weeks, but basically Venus is in Leo at the moment and then it's going to go into retrograde. It's going to go back through Leo. So it is go, and then it's going to go forward again. So it's going to be in Leo for the next few months. Um, and that retrograde will last for six weeks and Venus retrogrades. Oh my Lord, they're always a testing time. But like I said, we'll talk about it the closer we get to it. The mantra for cancer is I feel. And while it feels a little bit tropey of me to say that this season is likely the season where you will feel a bunch of emotions, the truth is you likely will. But what a wonderful gift that is. The trick is to get curious about what your feelings are trying to tell you. That's the whole point of them. They're not just there as an inconvenience or an overreaction. They're there as a symbol, a flag, a little indicator of where you sit with certain things, situations, or people. A huge component of heightened sensitivity, which is what cancer is all about, is the level of awareness that you will have. This can be seen through your own level of self-awareness, a heightened intuition, the ability to tune into others' vibrational frequencies, and if you're open to it, amplified psychic abilities. One of the most common pieces of feedback that I get from Cancerians when I'm doing natal chart readings is that they can not only feel other people's emotions, but they can tune into other people's moods 
and much of the time without any control (laughs) over it. So I guess one way of describing that, I guess, could be empathy, but it goes a little bit further with cancer. Yeah, they they can not only feel the other person's feelings and while they take it on and you might find yourself doing this during cancer season. Remember, though, that this intel is coming from your heart, not your head. If you feel logic taking over, try again to feel into an emotion rather than a thought. This is where we evolve into cancer from its predecessor, Gemini, from thought to feeling, from mind to heart, and from surveying the world for answers and information to going within, getting introspective, returning to our roots, ancestry, home, and no longer reacting through a journalistic lens, rather noting personal instinctive responses. Geminis might be the communicators of the zodiac, but cancer is fluent in the language of emotions and the language of the inner self. We could say that this is the case for all the water signs, but unlike Pisces that struggles with boundaries, or Scorpio, who feels everything with a level of secrecy, Cancer's feelings run super deep, but are protected by the hard outer shell, hence the symbol of the crab. This shell is for their emotional security. You see, no signs sensing devices are more sensitive than Cancer's. No other sign feels with such intensity, not even Scorpio. Feeling is everything to the crab. But this sensitive system of theirs can get overloaded. Life needs to be let in slowly, in a controlled manner. And in a way, the shell is there to slow that process down. The problem? Cancer's protective shell gets activated even when their tender little fleshy body is not under threat. To evolve... Cancer needs to shed its shell. Not permanently, of course. The home is its sanctuary, its recharge station, its healing rooms. But it must find a worthy audience, a trustworthy, loving and caring audience where the crab can show extreme vulnerability and for the first time feel truly seen. Cancer is caring, healing and nurturing. And this kind of love comes supernaturally to cancer. To be supportive, to be protective, to be helpful, easy. To receive all these things in return and to give all of these things to the self, well, this is cancer's work. Cancer is ruled by the moon and mother energy, forever mothering everyone, creating a warm and inviting home, ensuring everyone is looked after. It's all to procure the thing that cancer craves more than anything, emotional security. So I mentioned earlier in the episode that at the conclusion of cancer season, Venus is going to go into retrograde in Leo. This is a once in every 18 months occurrence. And I've spoken about how I catastrophically failed the last Venus retrograde by ignoring my feelings and everything that was being blatantly shown to me. 
I don't know if I've spoken so much about it in the free Lunar Lover episodes, but I definitely have in the subscriber episodes. That's where all the juicy personal stuff gets revealed, FYI. But in saying that, I don't know if I would have done it any differently looking back, but I do have all the hot tips for a Venus retrograde going forward. Venus retrograde in Leo will be activating a lot of heart-centered energies, guiding us to open, to heal, to be vulnerable, to find our way to a deeper love. This is the upside of a Venus retrograde. In order for this to happen, we have to be emotionally aware, emotionally in tune, and practice vulnerability. Cancer season is going to help you get there. In fact, we should all be using cancer season to understand the sensitive, vulnerable, sentimental sides of ourselves so that when Venus goes backwards, we're prepared for whatever happens. All right, let's talk about some ways to make the most of this cancer season. Let's look to the home first of all, shall we? (laughs) Home is where the heart is for cancer. That's such a stupid thing for me to say, but it's the truth and that's why it is a common saying. So what does this mean for you? Do you feel safe at home? Do you feel secure at home? Are you in a toxic home environment? Now is the time to sort that out, right? It could be a matter of just cleaning up the home, maybe redecorating the home, making the home feel like a place where you can come home and go, (sighs) a sigh of relief, yeah? A place to relax, a place to recharge your energy, a sanctuary. The next thing is, well, I mean, duh, tune into your feelings. We've been talking about that the whole time. Um, The best way to do that is up to you. I mean, I cannot prescribe it. We are all so different, but I will say this. My air signs, you guys are thinking you're tuning into your feelings, but you're not. You're thinking your feelings, it's all happening cerebrally. You know that. You are not ignorant to this. You know this. The best thing I can recommend as a double air is journaling. Journaling. I know I hate it too, but it is a really good way to try and unpack what's going on in your head. All right. So, journaling is the first step. Another step is to really practice feeling them. Like what if you just let yourself feel the emotion rather than suppressing it or ignoring it or thinking about it and analyzing it? What if you just let yourself feel it? When you feel it, you process it. It moves along. Emotions are energy in motion. Yeah, we need to move them through us. I want you to play around with how you feel your feelings during cancer season. It's the perfect time to do it. If you feel like crying, cry. If you feel like laughing, really let yourself have a belly laugh. If you're feeling despondent or disconnected or flat, go and seek something that brings you a sense of awe. Go and look at the sunrise, go and look at the sunset, go and find some whales. They're migrating in Australia at the moment. All right, nurture yourself. Cancer is all about nurturing. They're usually pretty good at nurturing other people. I want you to try nurturing yourself. Self-nurturing practices will differ for everybody. 
I personally like a little bit of self-massage, eating nutrient-dense foods, self-soothing. My favorite way to self-soothe is so simple. Um, It's just taking my hand and rubbing it on my chest, almost as if I was rubbing on Vicks Vaporub. Is that is that a universal brand, Vicks? Maybe it's Australian. Anyway, it's like, you know, like a chest rub to help you breathe better. But rubbing my chest like that is just like instantly soothing for my nervous system. Another good one is putting the palm of your hand over your forehead. Um, Canceling plans is also a really good way to self-nurture. <laughs> Uh, sleeping in, resting. My favorite place to rest is the Daily Rest Studio, an online portal created by Emmy Ray. Um, she has beautiful restorative yoga classes and breathing exercises, uh, kundalini practices, kriyas, some really beautiful stuff on there. And then lastly, check in with your shell. Yeah, we protect ourselves. We put up walls because of a threat or a danger that occurred in the past. And the walls have just stayed up. So let your walls down. Let your shell go. Is that what you would say? Break your shell. Don't break it. But just come out of your shell. That's it. Observe when your walls go up. And instead, practice vulnerability. And I know that's scary AF, but it's always worth it in the end. All right, my loves, if you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you get an extra episode every week. This week's bonus episode covers the astrology of this week, including Saturn going into retrograde. Yes, joining Pluto there. And then I walk you through my personal spiritual practice and how it's shifted over the years. You might find that helpful or inspirational. It's super, super simple. Um, and not overly spiritual, I've got to be honest with you. Uh, If you do want to become a subscriber of the podcast, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode. Natal chart readings are available in August, are my earliest time slots, but August will be here in no time at all. It's almost July. Oh my God. Remember New Year's Eve like it was yesterday. It's blowing my mind that we're almost in July. Um, If you want to book in for a natal chart reading, there is a link in the show notes of this episode. That link will also take you to all my other reading offers. So if you've had a natal chart reading in the past and you want to come back for something else, we can do a transits and progressions reading, which has a look at what's happening in the sky at the moment and how it's interacting with your natal chart. We could do a birthday treat reading for you, which is really good to do around your birthday. We look at your solar return chart and the transits as well. Um, I can do a love patterns astrology reading. You don't have to have had a natal chart to do that. We sort of have a look at what some of your patterns are in relationships. If you're having a tricky time in relationships, this can be helpful. Um, And there's a bunch of other offerings on there as well. All right, my loves, next week we explore the Capricorn full moon and next week's bonus episode for subscribers, it's all about Neptune going into retrograde. So yeah, we're going to have Pluto, Saturn and Neptune, tis the season for retrogrades and then of course Venus is going to join them as well. Um, What else are we talking about in that episode? Oh, we're talking about the archetypes of the 12 zodiac signs, each zodiac sign has three or four archetypes and I personally find it really helpful to know what those archetypes are so that I can embody them 
to get myself closer to those placements in my natal chart. Also, one last little admin reminder, part two of the Embodying Your Natal Chart workshop is happening on the 18th of July. So if you came to part one, you're going to love part two. We're talking about Mercury, Venus and Mars. There's a link to reserve your spot to that workshop in the show notes of this episode. All right, my loves, until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Lunar Lover, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm hmm. 